Gender dysphoria is a condition that is deeply painful for many people, and it's increasing in its occurrence today. Transgender surgery has a really dark history, and I think everybody needs to know it. I think it's key that we understand the history of where transgender surgeries even came from. And I want to focus today on a key person that you should know about and his story. His name is David Reamer. You may not have heard of David Reamer in conversations about gender or sex because David Reamer actually is proof of the darkness of the transgender ideology. David Reamer was actually born Bruce Reamer, and he had a twin brother. Bruce and his twin brother Brian, when they were very young, about eight months old, were diagnosed with a condition that the doctor said circumcision would help heal. And so little Bruce was first to go and was taken in to be circumcised. And in the circumcision, they damaged Bruce's penis. After this botched circumcision, the condition that the two little twin boys had had actually went away for the other brother. So he never underwent circumcision. They, they decided not to do it because of what happened to Bruce. But the parents were now left with this beautiful little baby boy who was severely maimed. And in that process, they ended up watching television one day. They watched a program with John Money on it, the psychiatrist John Money, who at the time was doing experimental transgender surgeries. And John Money was saying, hey, listen, if you have ambiguous genitalia, then you can be raised as a different sex than you are biologically. And so the parents started thinking, well, maybe we can raise Bruce as a girl. So they ended up taking Bruce and his twin brother to, to see John Money. And this is where all the horrors began. John Money would eventually remove both of Bruce's testicles. He would instruct the parents to raise Bruce as a girl, changing his name to Brenda. And he would start, to start the process of ultimately genderizing Bruce, now Brenda, as a little girl. In the process, um, Dr. Money would actually sexually abuse both boys. So he would instruct the parents to leave them with him for clinical visits, and he would actually have the boys commit sexual acts with each other. So he would sexually abuse them. And the boys were so disturbed by this, they would cry, they would ask not to go, but the parents would still send them, and the psychiatrist would even abuse them more. He would physically abuse them if they weren't doing these sex acts with each other. So the abuse that he perpetuated on Bruce and his brother is completely, it's unbelievably horrific. And this is a psychiatrist, which, by the way, continued to have his license until his death. When Bruce became an adolescent, you know, being called Brenda, he actually would discover the truth of his birth because he asked questions. He didn't want to be a girl anymore. He wanted to be a boy. And his parents would admit to him that they had had his testicles removed and that he was actually born a boy. And when he, they first shared this with him, his one question was, what was my name? And they told him, your name was Bruce. And it's at that point he adopted the name David instead because he wanted to be like David who, who was able to slay the giant and overcome tremendous difficulties. So he had a fighting spirit. He was a beautiful person who had a fighting spirit. And we're actually going to watch the exclusive interview that he did with Oprah Winfrey in 2000, talking about the trauma that he endured and the forgiveness that he had in his heart ultimately for those who harmed him. For years, this case was called a medical triumph, but in truth, the case was a failure, devastating the lives of just about everybody involved. Oprah's admitting it already. I mean, this is like the OG detransitioner. It's so tragic that his story has not echoed more to today, that not more people know this story. This is David, who has remained anonymous until now, uh, only known in the medical journals as John Joan. And this is Janet Reimer, David's mother, who made the 
agonizing decision to change the sex of her son. You can't actually change your sex. You cannot change your sex. All you can do is take hormones to change the hormonal balances in your body. You can do surgeries to remove body parts and make maybe fake body parts. That's what you can do. You can dress a different way. You can put on makeup, but you cannot change your sex. And to raise him as a girl. And what you all at home didn't see during the taping of that piece, um, we could tell Janet you were, you know, moved and probably disturbed by. I can't imagine being the mother. I mean, I can't, it's, if that happened to a child, like my child, first of all, I would never, but let's say in that position years later and you're realizing that you did do something horrible and that you also gave access, a predator access to your children regularly and forced your children to go see that predator. I mean, multiple levels of devastation. And you can kind of see it on her face here. David, you, you comfort her. So she's hurting right now. Uh, mothers are all over the world are all alike. There's guilt. Uh, it's darned if you do and darned if you don't. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what things that were done were done out of compassion, out of love for your child. Mm -hmm. and, and how can I hate my mother for that? What an amazing guy. What a, what a saint. His example here is such a good example for anybody who's fighting against the trans ideology. He has compassion. I mean, he's clearly speaking out against the ideology in this interview and the ideology that led them to make the decisions that they made and John Money and what he did, the doctor. Um, but he has so much compassion for his own mother and forgiveness. And he's saying that he's seeing the good intention because there are a lot of good intentions. I mean, people that are facing gender dysphoria, people that are choosing to try to transition or their parents of kids who are transition, many of them, not all, because I do think there are some with bad intentions or they're very egotistical or there's narcissism or there's all kinds of other issues, right? But for some, I think there is true compassion. And he he is acknowledging that in his own mother. And I think it's so, his posture is one of so much love, like real virtue here to be able to do that. And it's something I think we can all learn from. Did you think he would hate you? Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. Did you hate yourself? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you talk on the tape about the day you first put the dress on. Did you have agonizing feelings about it even when the doctor, or were you of that generation or kind of person when the doctor said this would be best? Did you all believe that it would be best? Yes, I had complete faith in the doctor. It's so crazy. It's like the power of a doctor the power of an authority figure, the power of a parent, the power of a parent suggesting to a child, you may be a boy or a girl, we don't know yet. The power of a doctor saying, oh, you, you feel like you like to wear dresses or you like to do more feminine things, you might be a girl. The power of suggestion from an authority figure to totally wreak havoc on a young, impressionable person's life. And that's what a lot of the transmania and cult is doing today. I believed it would be best, but when he started to rip it off, I started to have doubts. So I'm going to tell a story here. Um, over a decade ago, I was on an investigative trip investigating abortion clinics. It's what I do at Live Action. And I was with a team, and we were in a cafe in somewhere in New England. 
and we were um, having lunch basically. And then this couple came in. There were these two men. One of them was cross-dressing. It was very clearly a man, very skinny, very angular. He was wearing women's clothing, like a mini skirt, and they had this child with them. The child was beautiful, had this bright curly red hair, tightly wound, and was wearing this very glittery kind of dramatic dress and these like kind of like Dorothy type golden sparkly shoes, had dolls. And immediately my eyes went to this family because like you can tell there's no mom. This is a cross-dressing dude who's a dad, who's playing the part of a dad or playing the part of a mom. And we start, actually start, strike up a conversation with them. So I still have kind of investigator mode on um, because we're on an investigative trip to investigate abortion clinics. And the, this couple says that um, her name is Roxanne and it's going to be Roxanne's birthday soon. At one point, um, my investigative partner says, Roxanne has such a beautiful hair because it was this beautiful like curly red hair. And one of the men who was dressing as a woman says she was um, had long, beautiful hair, but she locked herself in the bathroom with scissors and cut it all off. But when he started to rip it off, I started to have doubts. And so then I asked the little girl who I realized in that moment is not a girl. And I said, Roxanne, why did you cut off all your hair? And this little boy says to me, because it was getting too long. So we complete the conversation. They actually ended up inviting us to like the birthday party or said, you know, Roxanne's having a birthday party. They were very kind of social, kind of very almost flamboyant about inviting people into their family life. Like, this is my family. This is my daughter. And I thought, what do I do? I just witnessed a child who's being psychologically abused by two men who are probably the adoptive parents. What do I do for this child? Do I call the police? Do I, is there a social service line to call? And I started to do some research and it's like, no, this was the early seeds of transgenderism being pushed on children because at that time, and this was a decade ago, there was already the Rainbow Alliance with I think it was 70,000, they claimed, youths and children who were identifying as transgender. Now, if you're a child and you're identifying as transgender, you are not identifying as transgender. You are being, thoughts are being put into your head by your parents or media or teachers around you that transgender is even a thing and that you are biologically not the same thing as your own gender. Because you can be a little boy and have more feminine attributes. You can be a little girl and have more masculine attributes. That does not change your sex, which is your gender. They are the two of the same thing. We've only changed the idea of gender to be separate from sex in the last several, in the last century. Gender was a, is a construct for language, which doesn't have biology. You are your gender. You are your sex. It's the same thing. This is the result, the consequence of authority figures doing evil things, even if they're doing it with misguided compassion. And during the whole journey of trying to create a feminine being, there were doubts along the way, but I couldn't afford to contemplate them because I couldn't afford to be wrong. I couldn't have faced the alternative. And the alternative being what? That you'd made this horrible mistake? Yes. Yeah, so it's the double down effect. And you know, you see what um, Jazz Jennings is a character from TLC and, and the mother is super involved. Like her whole identity is her child, um, her little boy turning into a girl basically. And you see these parents that have made their identity now to have be the parents of trans kids and the surgeries and the medical appointments and the and the whole sort of lifestyle of it. And they're, they have to keep doubling down on it because if they acknowledge, oh, wait, I made a mistake here. I mean, the, the, the crushing guilt and also the liability, possibly future liability for them 
it's a lot to contemplate. Since you, since your earliest memories, you never felt like you were a boy, a girl. I never quite fit in. Uh... The culture can overemphasize gender stereotypes, sex stereotypes. And that, if that is then weaponized against kids, like there's something wrong with you because you as a boy like art, or there's something wrong with you because you as a girl like climbing trees, and therefore you're not a, fully a girl anymore, you're not fully a boy, that's a problem with the culture. It's not a problem with the child. You know, and, and this is an extreme case with David because he's talking about, you know, describing, you know, he was the victim of a medical accident, you know, medical malpractice basically. And so this whole thing, evolved and then like this crazy ideology of this Dr. Money who was, you know, one of the first trans surger surgeons, right? The girls would do their things with their Barbies and things like that and that wouldn't interest me. Things such as trucks and uh, building forts and, uh, you know, getting to the odd fist fight and mm -hmm. climbing trees. That's the kind of stuff that I like, but it was unacceptable. So I'd never... As a girl? As, as a girl. I had no place to, to fit in. What would you say to him when he would act out his maleness? I would try and convince him that he was doing it because he was a tomboy and that it was okay to be himself or herself, I would say at the time. It was okay to be herself, but she was very much a tomboy. Mm -hmm. I tried to fit in. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I tried with the, with the makeup and it, it, it turned out to be a disaster. I didn't do it because I liked it. I did it because I wanted so desperately to fit in because I was so lonely. I mean, so many kids feel like they don't fit in today, um, in part because of gender stereotypes. I mean, the problem is not your body. The problem is the culture. And I let one boy kiss me on my cheek once. And I thought about it. I said, no, I don't like this. You know, that's, that, I can't help that. You know, I am what I am. Did I you am. feel you, you, when you say I am what I am, but you didn't know what that was? I, I wasn't sure. But here's the thing. There are, I guarantee you, young boys today who are putting on makeup in order to fit in. It's like, what does it mean to like something as a child? What does it mean to like something? You're looking for belonging. You're looking for maybe your you know, praise or comfort or, or attention. You're looking for attention maybe from your parents. You're not getting attention from them. And so the way you can get attention is by acting out in X or Y or Z way. So it's so much complexity here. That's why if a kid, like a boy, is putting on makeup, that doesn't make him a girl. I think you have to deep down, why is he putting on makeup? He sees his mother doing it maybe or like he's an he is an artist. He, he likes art or, you know, he's very like into like the physical sensation of the thing. Like there's so many, there's so much complexity to a person and all the things that they do or choose, especially for children and what they're learning and exploring and experimenting. And so this, it's so, it's so pernicious to take that exploration and that innocence and to say that, oh, now this means you are a trans and you need to, you're, you're not at home in your own body. Your body, there's a problem with your body. David would eventually commit suicide after experiencing severe depression. So he had a very tragic ending in his beautiful life. And that the, the suicidality rate, the suicide rates for people who are trans are higher than any other suicide rate that's documented in history of any people group. And it's because if you put someone, if someone is already feeling at war with their body, and in this case, David Reamer wasn't even feeling at war with his body. His parents were at war with his body, right? His body had been maimed in a medical malpractice. But if you're feeling at war with your body, the solution is not to go to war with your body. It's to heal. It's to heal and, and reintegrate with your body because your body is good. 
And that is the ultimate message for anyone struggling with gender dysphoria or struggling with hatred for their body or discomfort with their body. There are a lot of different kinds of personalities. There's a lot of different ways to be a woman or to be a man, to be a human. But your body is not a mistake. Let the diversity be in how we live out being human and not make the mistake of going to war with our bodies.